Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions Steve Dosh, Rinko Levers. All right, thank you. Thank you to the one or two of you that stuck around long enough to clap after that intro. Welcome to Wrong and Wronger, and I am Steve Olivas. Dr. Steve, the first psychologist that has tried to diagnose and cure the guy sitting across from me, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. How you doing, James? I'm doing great because you tried and failed. <laughs> You've tuned into the podcast where we argue, and we've done a lot of research on the topics that we argue each week. <laughs> Sometimes, that, you're just going to lie to the people? Is that how we're doing this? Sometimes deciding the topic on the moment, spur of the moment kind of things. But of course, we both have access to computers in front of us, and so our fingers are busy while we are talking. Don't take me out of context with that. <laughs> anyway, James uh, Breakwell, the Exploding Unicorn. I don't know if many people know how you got that nickname, the Exploding Unicorn, but you got it because you were you were actually a hero at Ben Franklin Elementary School in rural Indiana because you could blow things up with M80s, and so the boys used to pay you to go around and grab the girls' stuffed animals and blow them up in the schoolyard, and one day... One day, little girl had an, a unicorn stuffed animal, and you took that thing out with the wrath of God, and the, the nickname stuck. <laughs> Is this the nice thing about me, the, the origin story where I'm a serial killer? <laughs> I was, I Compliment was, taken, I think. <laughs> I was going to say, James, whose superpower is turning stomachs in a single noun, and that is unicorn. But I thought, ah, we'll shelve that one and use it some other time. But now I can't. I burned it up. You just wasted it. You burned two, man. Man. <laughs> You yes, have that many reserve. I don't think you do. You're, <laughs> You're like out. a Bond villain now. That's the backstory. <laughs> well, I, my nice thing about you to say today is uh, not a lot of people know this, but you are renowned uh, beyond the other things I say every week that have promptly forgotten. You are also <laughs> renowned for your restaurant placemat art. You know, they put those yeah. those three crayons down for small children, and, and that is right in your target demographic, and you've really produced some masterpieces with those. I don't mean to brag, but... Uh... If I don't actually eat the crayons, because they look tasty, all those colors, and they got that waxy texture, they're like like uh, like jelly beans that can color. But, yeah, I'm sort of the Rembrandt of the placemat, is uh, what they've called me uh, throughout a lot of my still-life <laughs> art phase. And then I went through a bit of a blue phase until I started going to restaurants, and they don't have blue crayons, so I had to change that up quickly. And uh, now I usually do nature scenes, mostly nudes, people not wearing pants like me today sitting across from you. <laughs> You just—you are so scarred by the one time you forgot to mention that. You will never forget again. I could not live with myself. I flogged a big N in my chest like the priest in Scarlet Letter that stood for nude. Nude. Actually, I'm not nude. I'm wearing underpants, but... I should have I should have gone with P. I don't I see you 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 got me all flustered talking about this forgetting <laughs> to mention I was that without pants and now the the whole motor cortex going from Broca's area to Wernicke's area to my mouth is not working correctly. It's never been working. It's all right. Thankfully you're better at placemats than you are at podcasts. <laughs> well, that was very kind of you to bring up. Not a lot of people know that. That is true. 
All right, and this week we are going to let the Guam quarterface. Speaking of doing a lot of research, a lot of backstory, a lot of coming up with our positions, and we have to prepare both both sides of an argument that we almost never know until we're just about to record. What is the argument going to be today? Superman versus Batman. Which is better? Superman and Batman. We are going to get our nerd on today. And the funny thing is, for uh, James being a an English literature major in college, I don't remember what it English was. English creative uh, writing. I don't read books. <laughs> I know. That, that gets <laughs> you the them. chicks. Uh, yeah, but uh, James, not a nerd. And me, considering how smart I am, just the, the elevation of my IQ, I'm not that much of a nerd. So this is going to be a debate that shall be interesting for us to navigate yeah we will be uh we will be just as uninformed as always so <laughs> we'll be okay <laughs> all right so the guam quarter of fate we've got guam on the tail side and george washington on the heads what will those represent james all right so heads is batman for me tails is superman for me all right heads is batman we'll call it that cod piece and the quarter of fate is up Oh, I caught it that time. I shouldn't sound that excited, should I? It's it's never going to happen again. Go ahead and enjoy your moment. (laughs) All right, I got Guam. We've got Tails. And that means that you, sir, are arguing Superman. I'm arguing Superman. Well, that's pretty easy because Superman is the greatest, uh, I was going to say human being, but he's not a human being. Mm -hmm. He's the greatest person on Earth ever to live. I mean, he's basically invincible. There's one tiny element, you know, kryptonite that that stops him. And beyond that, he's just this invincible tank. And he goes and he uses his power for good. Like if I was an unstoppable, unkillable machine, I would pretty much just take over the world. I would be the villain. I would not <laughs> I would not be a mild-mannered journalist and go around secretly <laughs> helping people. I would use my position for gain. I would use it for power. And also, also, as a former reporter, he picked the worst job in the world. <laughs> I did I mean, not why know would that he about do that? you. He could have picked to be a janitor of a better man. Journalism, it's thankless. <laughs> it's hard. It pays nothing. So he chooses poverty because he's that good of a person. He doesn't seize power, and he just sticks around to stop these these handful of bad guys who also have you know crazy super schemes. I mean, and, and that's he's just so much better than Batman. There's no competition. Well, maybe as far as just like bench press goes, but when it comes to winning. I'm just going to spin you back about eight months to Batman versus Superman that came out. Actually, this is about 13, 14 months ago. It was last Did you summer. actually watch that movie? I, I heard it was one of the worst movies ever made. One of the best movies ever made, Batman <laughs> versus Superman. And it spawned Wonder Woman, came out of that. And uh, Wonder Woman, another good superhero movie. But who won in that showdown, Batman versus Superman? I'm not going to put you on the spot because I'm not I like you. I read about it. It was so bad. I read about it because I thought it was funny. And I think Superman died, but then he came back to life. There have been a million Superman dies episodes, and they're still making Superman comics because he keeps coming back from lot to life, man. He's unstoppable. All right. He is the Lazarus of superheroes. And I don't remember Lazarus kicking any ass in the Bible. Like, that doesn't necessarily make you great. 
Yeah, super- Lazarus came. He died again, though. Like, it's not like Lazarus is still around today. How great of a superpower is that? You come back for a couple of years and die again? Superman's still here. Totally different. Batman got his back broken by Bane, and try saying that alliteration without a pop filter, and he came back from that all within the same show. Like, Superman like, died is all you need to know about Superman. Is it Batman versus Superman? Didn't Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but to even fight Superman, didn't Batman have to get in some ridiculous super suit, which he's never used before in any other part of the Batman universe. First of all, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. And second of all, I j- t- two words, Wonder Woman, came out of that. And that... <laughs> I'm going to assume I'm right on that. And also, they keep... <laughs> They always plug in the extra superhero on there. Like, I don't even, I have no idea who all these superheroes are. I also don't know why Batman and Superman are the two who get pitted together when there's like a trillion superheroes at this point. But that's the showdown. <laughs> and it's an odd showdown because one is an unstoppable, invincible machine. Who and died? one is a rich guy with too much time in his hands. It's like, what could he use all that money for? Like, he could go and save Gotham City. He could institute social programs. He could fund better schools. He, he could provide lunches to kids. He could could solve poverty and hunger and homelessness and what does he do he puts on a dark suit and punches people this is some sick like sexual fantasy of his or something like why wow he, that... he could he could go and fund a thousand more police officers with his fortune but what does he do he goes and he kicks and punches people with his own bare hands the police and he, it doesn't make any sense he just uses his rich guy means and his love for violence to do things that he doesn't need to do at all and he, uh, and no, hey, I, listen, I go, go, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, would these other supervillains who are fighting Batman, like, even be there if Batman wasn't there? Like, well, this is the city where the guy in the bat suit runs around kicking and punching people. I guess if I want attention, <laughs> I better dress up ridiculously, too. Whereas, let's say Batman's just like, you know what, today I'm going to fund 100 more police officers. Like, maybe, maybe we don't have the Joker. Maybe we don't have Penguin. Maybe we just have a normal, civilized society. I think, I think Batman is the problem, and you don't run into that with Superman. Well, Batman has gone through dark periods in his life. And uh, he's come out of it better off. And being a therapist, I can say usually people are better connected with other people if they have something painful in their past. And Clark Kent, Superman, uh, what do they got? Superman, he got all the chicks. He was probably the quarterback on the football team. Are you seriously asking what his tragic backstory is? The genocide of his entire people, his entire planet blew up. So Batman's... Boo-hoo, poor me. My parents died. <laughs> my parents died in died. front of me when I was in my like early childhood. Superman was an infant when that happened. It's all yeah, a legend to him. Not just his friends, not just his family, not his extended family, not his cousin. Everyone, every single member of his species died. He is the sole survivor. How is that more not more traumatic than... Oh, my parents died and gave me all of their vast fortune. Oh, great, great, great grandpa Breakwell probably died in some kind of farming-related accident. Do you still feel that deep in your soul? No! He didn't give birth to me. Superman's parents are dead, too, and he never whines about it. Not one time. Not (laughs) once. Not one. He goes to his fortress of solitude at the North Pole and whines. That's what he should do. He should go by himself if he does it. He shouldn't be not Batman. I'm dark and broody. Everybody look at me. I'm in the shadows. He dresses up like a freaking bat.
<laughs> All right. Man, as, okay. As long as we're going after uniform, let me say this. Arch villain wise, Superman's is Lex Luthor, and the guy went bald when he was like 14 years old. Uh, Batman's is the Joker, and he has a cool, flowing head of hair. He He's is one clown. awesome dude. He literally fights a clown. You're battling Ronald McDonald out there acting like he's some hero. I mean, all of his, all of his, okay, so Superman fights a genius and, and, and Batman fights somebody who's mentally deranged. Like he can't defeat somebody who's clinically ill. This is not a super genius. This is a guy with a serious disability and Batman only goal is not to get him help, but to go to punch him some. He uh, never kills anybody. He's go punch him some, and then you know Joker will go kill more did, people. Did you just punch your hand to demonstrate yes! what you were saying? Yes, I'm so fired up right now. I'm glad my mic has that good a sound quality. <laughs> Man, you want to talk about deranged? You're, are, are you even sitting down while we're talking about this? I uh, I am sitting up here throwing air punches right now. <laughs> I'm so ready to go, man. It's like Batman Rocky Balboa in a meat locker right now. <laughs> Yeah, Batman's got the coolest villain in the history of villains with the Joker. That is just top-notch. What is so great about the Joker? Explain it to me. Explain it. Because the Joker is genius in his madness, and that was brilliant. Whoever wrote the Joker, not the original Sid Caesar Joker, that was cartoonish, but once he got into the Nicholson, Heath Ledger, and now Jared Leto Jokers, that fine line is a razor's edge between genius and madness, and I like good writing and good characters. Lex Luthor, what does he got? Nobody knows what he's like because every Superman uh, uh, incarnation, I don't, I don't even know what to call these, incantation? No, that's what you do in hypnosis, yeah. which is obviously what someone did to you to argue for Superman <laughs> here. But Superman, no, every time Superman gets reprised on the big screen, it fails because people don't like Superman. If somebody he's is too- infallible, nobody relates to him. He's too good, but you know what? He's interesting on his own. Like, that's the problem with Batman. The villains are more interesting than the hero. You're out there rooting for the Joker because Batman sucks. Like, oh, Batman, he's so tortured. His parents died. Guess what? Eventually, everybody's parents die. This is an experience we all go through. But most of us don't put on a bat suit and spend our lives punching people because of it. Also, Superman had that one scene in one of his movies where somebody shoots him in the eye with a gun. Uh And the bullet bounces off of his eyeball. (laughs) You cannot tell me that was not an amazing scene. You know, Superman in one of his other movies ran backwards around the Earth so fast it spun time backwards, and that's where he jumped the shark. Yeah, but they all jumped the shark. You want to talk about jumping the shark? Oh. Batman literally used to jump, jump the shark. Like the whole, uh, <laughs> what was like the old, old Batman, the yes, TV you Batman. Are correct. I saw, okay, they're my favorite one. And like, I for the longest time, I could not tell if this was serious or tongue in cheek or what, but there was one, him and Batman. Robin. Batman and Robin yeah. were tied to a buoy, yeah. and somebody launches a torpedo at them because that's the most efficient way to kill them, apparently. <laughs> and next scene, <laughs> Batman and Robin are calmly driving away their boat, and they go, boy, it sure was nice of that manatee to jump in front of that <laughs> torpedo and save us. <laughs> this children-friendly Batman show just slaughtered a manatee to cover up a, pot, a pothole. And this is your hero? <sighs> this is the safe for the people? Uh, that wasn't real Batman. If you were into Batman comic you books, you really choose. It's all Batman. Let me argue for one minute on your side because you you uh, buried the lead on the funniest part of that scene, which was Batman did not get attacked by the shark because they had shark repellent on them, which was in an aerosol spray can. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I've seen like two episodes of Batman <laughs> ever. It was I, I was I was traumatized. I was just traumatized <laughs> Batman watching his parents get killed. I, I didn't realize you were such a fan of the manatees. I just I, it was just the most bizarre. <laughs> The way to come from. I mean, like, I'm not going to say I'm the best writer in the world, but like, I've got to think there's easier ways to resolve this issue than oh, a manatee jumps in. It'd be one thing if they, if this, if this wasn't the Deus Ex Machina. If earlier in the episode they'd been like playing with manatees and built up a friendship and training them, and then the beloved manatee sacrificed himself. You know what? Fine, let's have a manatee centric episode. If you have the first and only Batman on manatee on Batman dive in there, yeah, I'm going to have a problem with it. If you're going after bad writing from the 60s and 70s, the <laughs> argument starts and stops with H.R. Puffin stuff and Sid and Marty Croft. Oh, never. I'm sorry. Do they make Superman? <laughs> I'm bringing up things that you are. It's like I'm speaking another language to you right it now. It really is. Sigmund <laughs> and the Sea Monsters. Does that do any far out space nuts? Lidsville? No, Nothing? I don't. Nothing. I'm not going to Google this stuff either. You're leading me down a trap again. I'm not going to go there. Just. <laughs> I'm just going to assume you're making this up. You just This is the part of every show where you just start babbling words. You know, I have no flavor reference for things that happened before, what, 1940 or whatever you were born. That's right. That's right. It was just me, and I had a stick with a can and a bicycle with a huge front wheel and a little back wheel. Yes, and that's why you enjoy Batman so much. Your childhood was so <laughs> deprived of entertainment that this, this bat came on who was fighting a clown. And you're like, why didn't I think of that? All right. Well, tell us what you that we we got to go. I got to cut you off because I don't know that this is going to go anywhere productive from here. I think you're just completely out of gas at this point. You're coasting to a stop. <laughs> I'm never out of gas. I <laughs> I can argue for an infinite amount of time because his right is on my side. Well, you go That's beat old. the crap out of your left hand some more, and don't take me out of context <laughs> with that one either. I'm going to uh, run this. Thing. This is no longer a family friendly show. <laughs> <laughs> Why I don't be, I can't believe I still talk to you after all that we've been know. through. It's... You keep wait, you keep disturbing these podcasts. I don't. I, just, I think you're just a glutton for punishment. You're just like you're just like Batman. You just want to get beat up because you hate yourself. My mother calls and says, "How did I raise you that you're doing this podcast with this guy?" That that's a quote. I, I, I or something like that. <laughs> all right well, well tell us what you think america and worldwide you can get in touch with us on social media and james make sure to respond to all of his fan mail one piece at a time and he will write you a tome because he was a creative writing major and so expect long and heartfelt uh, semi-rambling manifestos from him you can get in touch with him on twitter actually all of you already follow him on twitter he's at exploding unicorn with a giant x and on facebook join us fan page like a lot of his stuff there too he's at exploding unicorn spelled like noah webster has it or follow me if you want to follow someone real with a little bit of grit and a sense of humor that's not born of a can (laughs) (laughs) there's the joke (laughs) i'm at steve olivas olivas is o-l-i-v-a-s and it's pronounced what the girls started yelling at me in middle school olivas alone until next week, where we pop the top on another doozy. And next week, man, James, I can't wait to hear what you've got cooking for us next week. What's it going to be? No idea. <laughs> That's probably what we're going to get when we start next week also. Until then, this is Steve Olivas for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks.